This might sound weird, but you are the handsomest man I have ever met and the charismaticest. Yahoo! Come on, Jeffrey. Get out of here. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Or else. So we just punch in the numbers? That's right. Okay. You know this one, Jeff. We've sang it a thousand times together in my mind. Huh? Uh, oh, come on, Jeffrey. Make or break time. Unless you want to be back here next Saturday. There used to be a gray and tower alone on the sea. You became the light on the dark side of me. Did you know the light that you shine can be? Eventually, we did it. Wow. I made it happen. It was such a fucking mess. It was such a fucking mess. So we supposed to start a half hour ago? Is this uh, okay, so Not here we go. Here we go. Let me no, jump in. Just a mere fifteen minutes ago. But that listen, you. It's like. It's like theater. You go to Broadway and they say, like, we start at eight, but like nobody thinks they're going to start at eight. Exactly. And then I realized that Broadway would be a much better name for Subway than Subway. Broadway. It is general. My children, join me in Broadway as we submit ourselves vocally to our Lord and Savior, Subway, and his faithful disciple, Honda. <laughs> and, uh, so let me explain myself because there's people in the chat that I'm sure want blood. Um, I was gonna play Sea of Thieves with my grandma and and mother last night, and my boot drive on my computer decided to go fuck you and quit, and so I had to have a very good friend go and get a replacement SSD for my computer so we could swap that, and all the files that were on my like local drive were corrupted. <laughs> so my entire stream setup has been, it got completely nuked and I had to build it from scratch, uh, starting at about 6.30 and finished it at about 8.01. <laughs> wow. So the reason what y'all just saw was like, scene, black screen, scene, shit, no noise, what's happening? Was because I was paying no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> See, you lost me a boot drive, so I was just like, sure. 
Yeah, and I'm I don't want to put on airs that I'm like way smart and like all that shit makes sense. I'm gonna make it completely clear. I'm just smart enough to figure it out. That's it. <laughs> what happened was hard drive, hard drive, motherboard, gigabyte or a byte flop. Mainframe, uh, something, 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 hack. Yeah, exactly. Anyone that works in tech knows exactly what I'm talking about. Everyone gets uh, it. Yeah. Just yeah. promise me, Caleb, that once you figured it out, you went, I'm in. No, I didn't because you you all were here and going, what? And I'd be like, it's fine. I swear to God, it's cool. Don't look at me. I wanted to like flip my camera hatch down so nobody could see like what's actually going on. Please, it's no. fine. Um, yeah, <sighs> it, was, it was excellent. I The Windows update, I think, just like it took everyone's computer <laughs> and shook it and like, and like, <laughs> Except my computer, my computer was like a fucking a a platter with champagne glasses on it. So when it shook, it was just like, cool, fuck you, dude. Windows, Windows updated. And I have like a very definitive setup on my desktop, right? I have some files on the left side. I have some files on the right side. I have a comic book cover directly down the middle. It helps my brain. And Windows update just took the the fucking quilt of America and just shook my desktop and flung everything hither and yon like a fucking shipwreck. (laughs) I always always think of uh, Spider-Verse when uh, they're in uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Olivia Octavius's office and hacking into her computer. And she goes, (laughs) and just her desktop is just littered with just not even he's like, like yeah, dude yeah smiles reaction to that is appropriate he's like lady what the fuck is wrong with you lady have you ever heard of folders dude i look at my wife's computer from a time to time and i say from time to time specifically because i avoid it because when i look at it i'm just like <laughs> trying to fall not to fall over I think that's the feeling I get when I when I see any of my friends' phones or sorry, when I used to see my friends' phones back when we saw people and I would see <laughs> that their uh like email apps have like a the red the red dot of a notification but it's a rectangle and it says like 1256 that makes me so I go <laughs> I can't have like I like it has to be Either this is so bizarre. This is I can't believe I'm saying this live. It has to be either a Fibonacci <laughs> number. <say> okay. <laughs> You're such okay. a fucking nerd. I it love it so much. A one, a three, or a four, which is not a Fibonacci, but it's like a perfect square and it's right down there and I like it. So it has to be a one, three, five, four. I run okay. a program on my computer Seven. called Pythagoras, and everything must conform <laughs> to Pythagoras. I can't deal with it. I can't if I have if I have like notifications, I've gone thirteen. I'm okay with, but like it's just very specific. I can't. I know somebody who's once had so many Chrome tabs open. Instead of saying plus at the side, it was just a little icon that said like dot dot dot. And Me, I was like, well, just I've just close tried. Chrome once, please, just <laughs> once. <laughs> just close it. The, the closest I've ever come to being single is every time my girlfriend looks at my browser tabs and just, like, understands that she's dating a maniac. Just an absolute... <laughs> 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 I have taken the energy that could have made me the world's greatest serial killer. Like, a Hannibal the TV show, like, I make... Why is that your aspiration, Kevin? Because like when Mads Mikkelsen's like, dope. <laughs> serial killing, like the serial killers on that show don't just like 
kill people, okay? They're like, no, I'm building a mosaic and I'm using only human skin <laughs> to St. Peter's Basilica. <laughs> like, it's just the wildest, wildest shit. The most dangerous fictional universe is the uni is the version of Maryland that exists in Hannibal, the television show. Sure. So, Alex, did you know you were friends with a potential serial killer? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I was a suspect. He, Kevin was pretty sus a long time ago. <laughs> I told that story about how much I wanted Jeff Winger to learn how to read and how he was using my best friend Britta, and then I tore him apart limb from limb. And you're like, mm, is this person... Is this person a serial killer? Is <laughs> it is debatable, but I cannot be sure. I have no way no. of actually knowing. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know why so I turn this... into an Eastern European when I do that. It is, it is only appropriate. We, of course, channel our beloved Eastern Europeans. We have uh, Pavel, uh, who lives down the hall from Aved. It's mad sleepy, bro. We get cold. <laughs> it's cold. And uh, we, of course, have uh, the character whose names escape me who makes hats out of babies. Uh, Luca. What? Luca. There's a difference between telling oh, us our friend likes nipple play oh. and he likes making hats out of babies. Yeah. <laughs> Nico, my cousin. <laughs> Really knows how to kill the mood. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is, of course, Advanced Community Studies, a podcast where we watch the American television comedy Community one or two episodes boy, boy, at boy. a time. <laughs> Welcome to our first ever live uh, episode. <laughs> uh, we wanted to give everyone a nice space to hang out tonight. And so welcome twitch.tv slash nerdy bits. Uh, Remember that nerdy ass thing I said I do? This is it. Uh, I am one of your hosts, TV's Kevin Lanigan, and uh, I have been told that I lead to sex, drugs, and what Parade Magazine refers to as schwimmer fatigue. <laughs> hey everybody, what's up? My name is Jace, I use they, them pronouns, and uh, for this exclusive live stream on the day of an election, which we are all avoiding by doing a live stream, just, you know, refer to me as Horsebot3000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the dad host, and since it's my house we're in, I'm gonna let our guest go next. Wow. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm Alex. Look at Alex. And uh, I, I don't know what I signed up for, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I do. I do know what I signed up for, and I love it. And I'm here for all of it. And um, I host a podcast called Six Seasons and a Podcast. And it too is a community podcast, believe it or not. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I'm I, I'm friends with these guys, girl, uh, friends, and um, <laughs> sure, uh, friends with the cast, of friends. I yeah. am I'm really the Chandler of the group. I think. Uh, yeah, Phoebe. <laughs> if, if you're if you're if you're Chandler and you're Phoebe, then I'm just. The couch in Central Park. Everybody, you know, if we're going to make this a friends analogy, I have to get off the call. Yeah, <laughs> because I am uh, the robot cheese uh, from uh, the storyline where Joey was starring in a movie called Mac and Cheese. And that is the extent of what I know about friends. We've listed everything I know about friends. So before we get into that rabbit hole, I'm the daddy host, the dad host, the hostess with the mostest anxiety. Um, and I'm in my basement <laughs> office now, 
And uh, I get no air in here. I'm literally dying. Oh, well done. Well done. There were so many Uh, different ways to use that because, like, (laughs) it's election day. I'm literally dying. Like, there's you can just use it. It's 2020. We're all literally dying. Literally dying. There's no air getting in here. Alex, do you have a favorite quote from either of these episodes? Uh, you might, I never remember any quotes on this. I actually, when I'm trying to do my whole like, this is me, these are my pronouns, this is my fun quote tag, I literally write it down on my phone. Yeah, so forget it. I'm, uh, yeah, you, you'll see why I script everything out in my podcast and I'm terrible at all of this, uh, hence my <laughs> awful, uh, awful inter- you not say introduction. This. All right, well. Do not be mean to my friend. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I, we'll have to go through the episodes, but uh, I mean, I, I rewatched them again today, and I think that I like the the Annie's move um, is my preference of the episodes. Tweeting it, oh, tweeting it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I have to, I have to. Maybe when we get through it, uh, I'll remember exactly the quotes that I that I'm thinking about. But it's hard to put me on the spot this early into the, the thing. <laughs> Don't worry, we have we have this uh, insane talent to uh, talk about a bunch of bullshit that'll allow you plenty of time to figure out something. Because we're gonna go into a thread about why I don't know. I don't oh, know why I, I mean, just, just anything. I just Hot know. and spicy Cheez-Its. Why Kurt Russell's yeah, the sexiest? Boy. Why Kurt Russell's the yeah. sexiest Santa Claus? Yeah. I don't know why this is making me think of Pierce going, Oh, Senator, any requests? <laughs> <laughs> uh, two very good. Find... No, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to, I was trying to find the, there's supposed to be a hula um, um, neon sign in the, in the first episode. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there, is there one? It's brief. It's brief. So they, when they okay. first, when he, it's while he's tripping, right, and he's playing the piano, and there's the hula dentures behind him. They cut away. When they cut back the second time, there's a neon sign, basically opposite of the piano. So if you were pierced, you'd be looking at the neon sign. It's yeah. there for super brief. It says like hula house paints or something. It says what's on the bucket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, there was a story about how they made that and. And then they sent it back to it was per, it was you know perfectly or it was made for the show by the sign company and they were like what do we do with this it's so big they sent it back to the company to be recycled and so it doesn't exist anymore but anyway that's awesome it's that's it's, yeah. it's one of those weird things about broadcast TV where you look at that one shot and you're like okay there's Chevy Chase a grand piano <laughs> two island girls. And a and a neon sign. This shot cost ten thousand dollars. Not to mention that the set that they used for that is a single use set. It's not a set that they've used for any other scene in any other episode. All of the other sets they reused. But I think. Because uh, I don't know if it's the same set they use at the beginning of the season two premiere when they're showing everybody's bedrooms. But we have been in Annie's apartment two times previously. Yes, but Uh, I have a feeling that this is a distinct set simply because it would make no sense for them to paint an entire set over the course of shooting one episode. Whereas I would say they know they're going to demolish this set they barely use. So why not cover it in paint? And uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't testify to it personally. 
I just think that they went to an, a, a, a nearby lot and they were like, can we use this room? We just kind of put some lights up, throw a piano uh, in there, throw a crazy old white dude. Can, can we pretend this uh, production studio hallway is a clothing store? Just like real quick, just like real fast. <laughs> <laughs> can we just like, it will take six seconds. I swear oh, the to God. tiny green room karaoke room is an amazing set Love too. It. Because mm. it allows them to do so. Like my favorite thing is where the the whoever's behind the camera is doing most of the movement during their little fight sequence. They're just kind of you can tell that they're just kind of like they're like doing this <laughs> right because like because the green screen is staying still. It's one of my. It's so good. It's oh, it's fantastic. I love that fight sequence so much because <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful. simple, so tiny, and it's just two great actors doing this is this is one of the first episodes where we really get to know craig yes okay so uh let's let's do the let's do the introduction we are officially talking about it so the first episode on the docket tonight season three episode seven studies in modern (laughs) movement directed directed by uh community mainstay tristram shapiro written by adam county it is hashtag annie's move as annie realizes moving in with two man children is going to put a tax uh, on herself. Uh, at the same time, uh, Pierce tries to paint an apartment and Britta and Shirley pick up uh, a hitchhiker <laughs> who just looks and sounds so much like Xander from Buffy. And it's just like really frustrating that it isn't. Whoa. It's my, my brain, he even has Jesus Xander's like little mini lisp do you know what i mean just that like particular way that the actor that plays xander enunciates his words and Kevin, he I've has like breathing <laughs> <laughs> I, I might be dead but i'm still pretty buffy summers um, I, whoa no he absolutely does remind me of i wasn't gonna make that connection because it's not him but i will never unsee that that is wild it really that i and i know what you're talking the list thing get out of my head Get out of my! Hey, stop wrinkling my brain. Uh, but this, but but Jace, you were talking about it before I uh, introduced this episode. But yeah, this is these are a pair of two really excellent Jim Rash episodes in a way. And like the he he joined the main cast in season three, right? So his name is now in the opening credits. He's on the cootie catcher, and. Even given that, we really haven't had... Oh, absolutely. I think that is one of the golden cases of, like, knowing when you have something and you're like, let's just pay Jim Rash to be in every episode. It's funny because they almost, in a meta sense, as they do frequently, kind of poke fun at it in uh, the second episode we're going over today, where he's like, he goes, Jeff, stop. (laughs) You've hit gold. Save something. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it like really exactly is. what they did with, with Dean Pelton. They were like, oh, wait, this is, this is, this is main <laughs> We're going to dive into one. this soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and if you watch the, the pilot of Community completely in a vacuum, you would think that John Oliver is going to be a main character on this show, mm-hmm. that he is going to be in the title and and the dean to my recollection is only in the opening scene where where he introduces essentially our cast of characters and when john oliver decided he wants to be a successful comedian on his own okay um whatever that worked out for him 
the they kind of the yeah oh what how many emmys do you have john you could have been on community john and won nothing uh, <laughs> and won nothing i believe john for why community got canceled twice yeah oh i think twice is underselling (laughs) um but so they and so the solution and i'm you know i'm i'm extrapolating here based on like billing order but i think their solution was to bring in ken jong as the spanish teacher it's like okay here is our authority figure the teacher that we're going to to feature heavily is going to be ken jong who again in 2009 He's hot off the presses, baby. You know, knocked up role models. Like, he's on a... And the fucking hangover. Like, he's on a streak. Yeah, hangover, Um, too. And then they, at the end of season one, decide, all right, he's not a teacher anymore. We're not going to have this show take place in his Spanish class. And then season two doesn't really have a... They kind of bring in John Oliver for a second, but he's too busy to make him a regular cast member again. But they realize that they have fucking Jim Rash on the bench... And they promote him to the starting lineup. But the first six episodes of this season, give or take the first episode, are not Dean heavy. He's not in Remedial Chaos Theory. He only is the Deanville in horror fiction. Or like he makes two very brief appearances in the Halloween episode. And so these two episodes, almost halfway through the season, are the first time where we're like, and now Jim Rash. <laughs> sure. <laughs> now, Here's the Dean. And we get two very good Dean character episodes. And uh, one of them is maybe the one of the best episodes he'll ever get. Which one? Oh, which of the two? Could it be? Yeah, like they're both. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's the Hearts of Darkness. It's, it's oh, intermediate yeah. documentary. Um, the only episode <clears throat> that I think serves that character as good or better is um, ed- uh, when he comes out as gay in season six heavy heavy air quotes um that's another really excellent uh episode for that character yeah he's great bizarre episode but i love it i love it it's i I didn't want to say this but uh you know my friend jim rash um and i talked this week (laughs) and um it worked out so well that you decided to show up for these two jim rash episodes (laughs) yeah it did uh and it was uh it was to him I did. Wow. We, we exchanged like? emails and oh. and then we talked. He and has an Oscar, right? He does. Oscar winner, Oscar winner Jim Rash. Yeah, it was really nice. We actually talked about these two episodes in uh, a little bit. Um, and it, it, one of the things we talked about was the in regards to his outfits. He really. Uh, was not a fan of the of the regular Dean, uh, you know, khaki pants and and shirt. That, that <laughs> Short his... sleeve button down. Yeah. <laughs> he was not thrilled with that. Uh, he's not a fan of watches, um, but he is wearing a, a watch in in the Annie's Move episode, which I thought was interesting. But mm-hmm. he he really he liked the Jeff and and uh, he singing the Kiss from the Rose was one of his highlights uh, from from yeah. the show. I buy so it. It's a for great. Sure. great it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So fun so, fact I, behind that song. Uh, it's not going to be nearly as cool a name drop as yours, so don't worry. I'm not coming for the crown yet. Um, seal? Wait, you're <laughs> seal? Singer Seal? You're your, your, your friend my, with Seal? No, that song was... <laughs> I was you have a pet seal. I'm laughing about it before I even got it out. That song okay. is on the Batman uh, Forever <laughs> soundtrack. Yes, um, And I believe is. on the VHS, if you let it play after the credits, you got a music video. 
with like Batman you, footage. And I, I so miss those music videos. Where <laughs> my mom like, would watch that for the seal, and I would watch that to sing with seal. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that song, this song has those very yeah, you close. Would get, like shadowy footage of seal intercut with like Batman staring at the moon, <laughs> intercut with Nicole Kidman as Dr. Chase Meridian, which is like very. It was a funny whole lot. They, it was when a did whole this lot. Come out? 19, oh my god. 19, 97? 96? 93? 95. 95. Let's 95. go with 95. <laughs> Just jump every other one. Because okay, so Batman and Robin, uh, a masterpiece, is 1997. Cam, shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> it's Do it for the nipples. It's Batman yes. 89. Batman Returns 92. Forever, I think, is 95. And then Batman and Robin 97. Anyway, uh, my brain is broken. And <laughs> uh, anyway. it's, it's my prime pubescent well. years. That's just 1995. Yeah. Is, yeah. But that was, this was, I, oh, I feel, that was the year. I was four. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was uh, three uh, years old. And uh, it's so funny that they wrote a big sweeping romance song for Batman Forever. Because, like, the quote-unquote romance to that movie, yeah, that is, like, for Batman Forever. They wrote Kiss from a Rose (laughs) for Batman Forever. You're Uh lying to me now. No, it is commissioned. And it's one of those songs that was written for a movie, but has so, like, blown out its relationship to that movie that, like, we all love Kiss from a Rose regardless. Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, But, yeah, they wrote it for that movie. It was written for Batman? Yeah. Why is that so weird to you? <laughs> Jason's brain. You're Jason's holding their brain into the top of their fucking. Head. It's it's trying to get out right now, and I gotta make sure it's. St- <laughs> I got things to do at the end of the week. I can't lose my brain. What the fuck? Have you heard the the Nickelback song "Hero" that was used in so- only Spider Man? What was it? <laughs> and that, they're like it's it's they're playing on the rooftops as spider-man swinging and he's grabbing kirsten does i miss that let's bring those back i this is the second seal reference in this show so far right wow uh because when they're designing the human being it's on a scale from, from like black to seal's teeth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Uh, an incredible <laughs> joke, uh, featuring uh, Dean Craig Pelton, who is in this an episode incredible joke. Is it an regular joke? Jace, as a as a young father, I can tell you that joke is excellent. Yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid uh, four out of five dentists say. Is the scale joke. literally seal to seal's teeth? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That's incredible. Yeah. That's, that's, that's an incredible what? joke. Yeah, that it's phenomenal. It's an unbelievable yeah. joke. But um, he, he was on Mass Singer, which uh, features yeah, features Ken Jeong. So there's some pop culture wow. for you. If there's yeah, one thing like, we've discovered in the 40 weeks we've been doing this show, it's that Community is one of the most incestuous creations uh, I've I've ever is, seen. It's no longer eight eight. What is it? Uh, eight eight steps of relation to Kevin Bacon. What is it? Eight six three. degrees for. Six, Six degrees. degrees separation from Kevin. <laughs> Eight steps. Of... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything until you. ladder rungs to. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's literally. Nine different bottles of beer on the wall from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no longer six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. It's six degrees of separation from community. 
Oh, it, yeah. And it's most like two or three yeah. degrees of separation also, from community. It's not even six. So, so does that mean that community would beat Kevin Bacon in a dance-off? Have you ever seen Donald Glover dance? Okay. So if, <laughs> if Kevin Bacon in Footloose goes up against Chang in a pop and lockathon. Oh, who wins? Who wins? Leave who a comment. Wins? Let us know. Who wins? Who wins? America wins. America wins. <laughs> who wins? The oh. audience. The audience. But uh, community. Studies in modern movement. Uh, these... Hang on. Before we get into actual meat. I've got oh. so fun fact. This was brought up in the chat. Yeah, the chat's talking and jibber jabbing and having a good time. Um, yeah. But Rev Rev Doctor Dom said Rev that Kiss from a Rose was uh, actually a never ending story three first. So I looked it up. So Kiss from a Rose was a single released in '94 and included in the film Never Ending Story three that year. It was re-released one year later in 95 as part of the Batman Forever film soundtrack. Okay. But the so song was written in 1987. Whoa. <laughs> and just sat. So after, writing, after writing the song, Seal felt embarrassed by it and threw the tape in the corner and did not present it to his producer until the recording sessions for Seal 2, his second album. <laughs> he threw it in the corner where it remained for 10 years. <laughs> I would have been tidy up his study. I'm so glad that information has come out over the course of the past five minutes disproving that the song was written for Batman. Because I no 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 reason to apologize. By all but means, he, it is an easy mistake to make based on you know living with that that cassette. But like, man, my brain did not like that. And but you can if you so uh, enjoy watch a music video themed to Batman Forever, uh, where Seal sings "Kiss from a Rose" in the same way that "Who Let the Dogs Out" has a Rugrats go to Paris music video. I remember that. My favorite though is uh, uh, is uh, speaking of music made for Batman is Prince when he did the oh, whole album, and then all those music videos. Oh, there's Sometimes a Coheed, there's a Coheed and Cambria song about the Joker too. Um, that was for one of the Arkham games, and it's fucking lit. Bat uh, Batman inspires good music, and Abed's Batman. Batman so is of course, Jingle Bells, Batman smells. Wait, Robin you say Lee. Abed is Batman? Yes. Abed dresses as Batman. So does that mean that Abed and Britta are opposites? Wow. Now, uh, allow because me to Troy out my says. <laughs> I've come to this exact same idea. You follow this uh, chart. No, because they says you are pizza burn on the roof of your mouth. You are the opposite of Batman. I'm just thinking, okay, so if Britta's the opposite of Batman and Abed is Batman, oh, is that, that makes Batman? that makes Britta like Commissioner Gordon. The opposite of Batman is not Joker. Joker That's is very close to the same. Batman as... is not Commissioner Gordon, though. He's I the law. That... He's literally the law, and Batman is lawless. Go Commissioner with Commissioner Gordon. But Commissioner Gordon is a part of a system that is built by hierarchy and in the broken justice platform, and Batman is the literal fly in the eye of the Justice Department. And so the... No! no. Yes! The run, which is my headcanon. Batman turns people into an asylum that's run by other crazy people that turn the crazy people into worse people. Batman he does not turn them... He does not turn them into... The... Suit. Yeah, but he... Nerds. Become the nerds. <laughs> nerds. Nerds, I need you to get it together. Um, all right, now fo follow me here, and then we'll get back to the episode we're talking about. Abed is Batman. 
Rita is the Joker. Bullshit. Hickey, Jonathan Banks, reprises his role as Commissioner Gordon from the Batman Arkham video games. Yep. And yep. he plays Commissioner Gordon. I'm listening. Annie is Batgirl, uh, Barbara Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Stephanie Brown, spoiler. Uh, hmm, Troy is... Robin. Which one? Ooh, 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 ooh. Troy's Todd, uh, but I know he's not Jason Todd. No, no he's, he's not Jason Dick. Todd. No, he's Dick Grayson. He's Nightwing. He's he's, he's Dick. He's Nightwing Dick. Not yes. not Robin he's, Dick. He's definitely Nightwing Dick. You're Jeff right. Winger oh, right. is the mayor character from The Dark Knight, played by Nestor Carbonell from TV's Lost. I don't know why uh, I wanted to say that Jeff Winger was Damian Wayne because he's cranky and a child, but I think I think Jeff Winger is fucking hush. Oh, no. Yeah. Hush is too smart to be Jeff Winger. Jeff Winger's smart when he's being narcissistic because he's doing all he can to get his way, and Hush literally can reconstructs Batman's face the, to take his the life. The very episode we're here to discuss proves that Jeff Winger can be smart if he wants to be, yeah. right? Because he gets the, the uh, employee of this clothing store to go along with his bizarre elaborate scheme to get out of <laughs> a few boxes. He and fucking misses this- her fucking... You He's know what's fucking... when when I was thinking about this, they actually upon watching it again, there's this moment that's like just like indicative of like how great the writing is in it's, in its almost like gr- tragic form where um his like his like his like heroic flaw is um you know when she's like so what are you doing later he's like oh maybe I'll try some boot cuts and just like <laughs> after that. It's probably a blazer and completely missing that. She's like, let's go get lunch. If he had just gone out to lunch with her, he would have avoided. He would yeah, have avoided. Yeah. yeah. Craig felt it. At but he risk. wasn't interested in her. So he completely missed what she was saying. He was more interested in teen, g- teens, not teens. And in that moment, his narcissism. <laughs> if I, well, if I finish that sentence, if I finish the sentence that was going to follow that, it would have been, I was going to say jeans that cup his butt perfectly. And <laughs> I almost said teens that cup his butt perfectly, which is Annie. Uh, anyway, moving on, moving on. It is Annie. Oof, well, oh, God. Um, but, uh, who's I, Shirley? I Kev, who's Shirley? Who's Shirley? Shirley, I mean, I don't want to say one. Amanda Waller. Um, oh, that'd be how dare! <laughs> I no. mean, that's cool, but um, I wanna, I wanna say, okay, now it's uh, surely okay, like a I'll, recasting of Azrael. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, follow me here. Like, surely is like a really remixed version of the Penguin, or <laughs> or, <laughs> or Calendar Man. <laughs> Don't you dare disrespect Yvette Nicole Brown like that. Yo, Penguin's no. a hard ass. Penguin's a hard ass. No, that's no disrespect. Yeah. Oh, but she's so she's so focused on holidays. We see her at th- we see her have throw two Christmas parties, a Thanksgiving party. She's at both Halloween things. No, I refuse. I feel that's insulting to Yvette. Cal- <laughs> she's not Calendar Man. Don't ever say that. <laughs> not Calendar Man. Catwoman is the uh, <laughs> Alex wants to know who Calendar Man is. Someone explain oh. Calendar Man. While while so, Calendar is... Man yeah. is a very gimmicky Batman villain who only commits crimes on specific holidays. His name <laughs> is Calendar like, Man, and he's like, "Beware! Some some turkey will cluck on Thanksgiving." <laughs> oh he's God. a he's a he's a heck of a guy. I poison the gravy supply. 
No, uh, Catwoman is actually the clothing store employee from this episode because I will say right now, I ship it. I ship it. I don't ship anyone. I ship Jeff and the clothing store employee. She uh, yeah. is really well suited for him in a very brief appearance. <laughs> and uh, there's something about her getting on the employee speaker and saying Dr. Tarpinian to radiology. <laughs> yeah. He's so fucking funny to me. Is so fucking funny to me. It's very good. Wait, does who? So then, who's Pierce? Is he Alfred? No, he's not Alfred. No, Pierce is Calendar Man. <laughs> Pierce is Calendar. That's canon. Sure, sure. Yeah. Trying to think of of a big dumb oaf that's in Batman. And that's not Batman. But speaking of Shirley and Yvette Nicole Brown, I the the briefest and least substantial plot line in this episode might be the Britta and Shirley plot line. Oh, Chang is the Riddler. Sorry, I had to put it out there. Oh, Chang is definitely the Riddler. Like, imagine Ken Jong laughing maniacally in a suit with a bunch of question marks on it. But I'm speaking exclusively <laughs> uh, in uh, couplets. Oh, wow. Look at you. Batman Fucking has entered. Nerd! <laughs> I can't. You were saying about um, uh, Britta and Shirley in this episode, which is a fabulous pairing. Yeah, I was attempting to try and get us back to the episodes we are uh, apparently. Does. It's as much my fault as anyone else's. It's not Alex's fault, actually. He is blameless. In this <laughs> uh, but uh, he is he is unblemished. Uh, You're perfect, uh, Alex. Never change. You for Unless you want to, then change. Thanks. You know. Yes. But um, but mostly it, don't. This plot, you know, there's no there's no greater resolution to this plot regarding like Britta, the atheist versus Shirley, the Christian. Like there's no they don't come to any sort of thematic consensus. There's no like the the Jesus. They kick the Jesus guy out of the car and then they're in the apartment. Like that is the conclusion of the plot line. But I don't think there's anything wrong with just letting these two spar back and forth this like game of mutual one-upsmanship where Britta argues for the existence of secular morality. Uh, hashtag Britta was right. And, uh, and, and <laughs> uh, Shirley argues for a more, more Christian sense of theology. And then the, then Xander from Buffy enters the car and sings a song about how Jesus loves marijuana and drinking human blood. And uh, they, it, it, it proves race. Uh, what is it? Race, race and call. Don't you do it. <laughs> Don't you do it. <laughs> and drinking human blood. That's the best. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I like it. Anyway, again, not, not the most substantial one. marijuana. It felt like. Now, I love. Uh, sorry, go. to tie this into Kiss from a Rose. From a musical perspective, the arrangement where they integrate <laughs> yeah, Kiss from a two. Rose. With Jesus loves marijuana is just oh yeah. so well executed. Yeah, it's you have to best. go back to environmental studies in season one to get that kind of uh, you know fivefold American Tales uh, somewhere oh, out shit. there yeah, to get like, that kind of excellent uh, that mashup you know, kind of yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's a great yeah. I was Alex. I was about to say the same dang thing. Well, I'm glad I'm here to. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's beautiful. But it felt like obviously a community twist on something you might see on like a Norman Lear sitcom, like all in the family is like, oh, we're going (laughs) to stick 
uh, Archie Bunker and Rob Reiner's character, Meathead, in a car together. And then they're going to, like, have a debate and no one's going to win. <laughs> and uh, there's something that felt weirdly old-fashioned. It's not even that neither one wins. They both lose. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's not that nobody wins. They both lose. And that's... Ugh. <laughs> these two episodes also I, i'm just thinking about this there's this thing that we've talked about a few times that community does every once in a while that's what makes it kind of shine really in a really unique way it's like it's iridescent glow is that not it's like it's this great comedy but it also every once in a while hits this really kind of sad or in like there's like an there's like a like a simple truth that they've kind of embedded in it and it's a little sad but it's a little it's hard to really kind of put your finger on these two episodes kind of nail it right with the idea of like the stress of moving but then like finding like family in 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 your room and then even the next episode which I won't get too far into but basically that whole the way that they, especially that next one the way that they wrap up the episode with that feeling of like oh wow it's uh, these are these are exceptional episodes very good they're quite um, solid quite solid and this episode on top of like all of these disparate plot lines you know managed to have like a fairly decent chevy chase physical comedy runner and introduce and he's by himself so he can't harass anybody else in the fucking cast <laughs> yeah these two episodes are great examples of what they start doing with pierce which is as early in the episode as we can we're going to kick him into a separate room all by himself <laughs> where he cannot be belligerent to anyone um and also we get the introduction of the mexican restaurant senior kevin's that will continue to exist for yep. seasons three and four and the dreamatorium Mm. is this the first we do not... it is this oh. is the first appearance of the dreamatorium the dreamatorium this is and... i remember this episode anytime i come to it and i'm like oh it's about to go down what is this dream i love this and we do not yet understand the power of the dreamatorium but soon but we soon yeah. Uh, this the dreamatorium does help to emphasize a point I made in season two about how much this show borrows from Star Trek TNG, uh, because this is a direct reference to the holodeck from Star Trek TNG. It even has the same like black and orange checker pattern that would show up from time to time in the in the in yeah. the holodeck. Yeah. Um, it's <clears throat> it it's all there, baby. Episodic What'd you say to me? Are you are you a Trekkie? No. <laughs> of course, of course, Kev's not. <laughs> I'm not a listen. I you're I not a Star up. Wars or a Star Trek person. No, and it's not like I'm making a point. That's just not my bag, baby. Hey, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, What's your sci-fi du jour? My sci-fi du jour. Um, let's see. I love the Mass Effect franchise of video okay. games. Mm. All we four of them. Uh, yes. That's the most controversial thing I will this. say on this entire episode. Sure, All four sure. of them. Um, I enjoyed Andromeda I, too. Don't worry. I love it. Thank you. And I I love sci-fi comic cats. books as well. Like I like they're all cats. Cats. <laughs> sci-fi cats. Oh. 
I mean, cats is a fantasy. Here okay, we there's go. No, there's no, cats is a fantasy, uh, science fantasy maybe. Uh, and we'll, and we'll. I like to think of it as a religious fantasy. Sure. What if cats was in like? What if cats was in like Blade Runners, L.A. <laughs> And it was cyberpunk I mean, as fuck. Have you seen cats? It basically is. No, I haven't. <laughs> You're seen actually cats. not. Like, far it off. is yeah. on rain-flecked streets of London. Where, uh, they're borrowing big time from director Ridley Scott. Big time. Right. I won't watch in, it, uh, but all right. <laughs> in Tom Cruise's movie Cats, uh, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary here in about a month and a half. And oh, Kalu Kalei, I shall decorate the Maypole, and I shall sing. <laughs> The, the blessed phrases of Tom Hooper's cats. Scroll back on this podcast feed for advanced community studies and find 22 episodes of a show <laughs> I did about uh, Which is why we can't be on Spotify <laughs> because I did, I did, I used all this copyrighted music on podcasts, uh, and and because of that, Spotify he said no, <laughs> he will not, <laughs> not allow not. me. We cannot do this. It's not even a copyrighted music thing. It's just Spotify is like, we don't want this kind of thing. Stand threshold of quality here. <laughs> but my real question for you is on the anniversary, are you doing an anniversary watch rewatch podcast? Absolutely. I'm doing something. I haven't figured something. out exactly what, because I don't know, there's a lot going on right now. I'm a little stressed, but I will figure <laughs> it out. And, and really? everyone out there will be, will be What's the going first. on right now. Uh, but uh, Mandalorian's to, to, out again. Uh, sci-fi comic books, uh, Saga, uh, Descender, uh, um, Odyssey, you know, all these, all these fucking rad Odyssey is uh, so many people don't know Odyssey and it is so fucking stellar. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, and I, the, the X-Men, it is on the border of science fiction and fantasy, but there is some, some excellent sci-fi uh, particularly, and forgive me for invoking his name once again on this podcast, but in the Joss Whedon, John Cassidy run, <laughs> there's a very interesting uh, portrayal of artificial yeah. intelligence. Uh, and, and Is Joss Whedon the sci-fi version of Beetlejuice? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Saying it a third time. I can't. I can't. I cannot. Are we uh, so so so? This? If we're gonna talk about <laughs> Joss Whedon, so. it makes sense that we would then transition into another director who's destroying the people on his set in the Dean. Oh. <laughs> another director abuses women. Uh, so let's segue. Let's talk about uh, Dean Pelton. <laughs> oh my God! Season three, episode eight, documentary filmmaking Redux. Directed by Joe Russo. The last episode Joe Russo will direct until season five. Because this is the point oh. where Feige, Daddy Feige reaches in and says, no, 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 you make Captain America now. And he picks up his toys and he moves them to the playset. Um, and written by <laughs> the, the Russo Meg brothers went, I will gladly, gladly cash that check. <laughs> what? Make more money? I'll sure. <laughs> and I'll take Danny Cooney and Jeremy Soltak <laughs> with me. And uh, cash that check. He did. They did. They did. He did. Joe and Tony. <laughs> this is, and of course it's written by the great Megan Gans, one of the great community writers, who also, this is the same creative team that gave us the last documentary episode. Ain't that something? Oh. I love that. I love that little, 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 little nug. vibe that they just gave us. Yeah. It's a it's a little it's a little duology that they gave us. Uh, but this is, I would say, the first Dean Pelton centric episode of 
community. Sure. This is sure. his first big showcase as a character and as a performer. I'm sure everyone, you know, to summarize the episode, uh, Dean Pelton realizes that he can get actor Louise Guzman for his commercial uh, and decides to blow it out into a Hearts of Darkness style descent into filmmaking madness. Uh, to to kick things off, ha I want to get a census of the of the podcast crew here. How many have y'all seen Apocalypse Now and or Hearts of Darkness? Neither. I've seen Apocalypse Now. Okay. Neither. That's okay. Neither. I'm not. I'm not here to shame anyone. I'm just. I've one watched. Good, this is this episode. Your nerd card is gone. Your nerd card is gone. Whatever, babe. It's uh it's all good. I I've seen Apocalypse Now twice and I've seen Hearts of Darkness once. Hearts of Darkness is one of uh two movies that I own on the PlayStation network. It is a live <laughs> two uh films that I own on the on the PlayStation network. Um and uh because I don't know. Uh, Heart, uh who buys now, who buys film anymore? <laughs> I mean, I do. Me. Uh, but I just haven't, I haven't, uh, I don't know how often I'd watch Apocalypse Now enough to uh, buy a physical copy of it and feel like I'm spending True. my money effectively. Because Apocalypse Now is like an undeniable visual and auditory masterpiece. Like it really must be seen if you are interested in film as a medium. It is also completely not my thing. It is so distinctly not my jam, not my bag, baby, to uh, keep <laughs> quoting Austin Powers. Um, it, it's but it it really is something. And it, and it should. Uh, I don't know. Everyone give it a watch if you're just like, uh, OK. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard of it. I mean, like. I there are so many movies that are like. That, like this, this whole this episode is another example of one of the one of the episodes where you can tell that like all the people involved on the production side of things were like let's just throw a bunch of like film school references in just for the <laughs> the fellow kids that are in film school you know because like what's the he's, he's like we're at the end where uh craig's like i did not make this i did not make this commercial and the guy goes yeah yeah, yeah okay whatever you say and then Zemeckis through you yeah and now to me completely over my head i have no fucking clue who that dude is robert but... Zemeckis. you okay you depress me a little bit that you don't know i'm not here to shame you but okay all oh, okay back to the future though i need to know back to the future back to the future uh uh used cars i want to hold your hand the polar express uh, that, the sci-fi sequel to that was John Favreau. Zathura? John no. Favreau. He did, yeah. Zemeckis did not do Zathura. Uh It's uh, Welcome to Marwin, <laughs> The Witches with Anne Hathaway. I'm missing a lot of the good oh, the ones. New one, Forrest Gump. <laughs> Forrest no Gump. way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, so I know a lot of his work because I just didn't know his name. That's that's funny. Okay. I, I did go to Emerson College. I should know these things. Um, I, I was in the musical uh, theater program. Uh -huh. Forget it. It was an was Emerson, Lake, and Palmer joke for all the 
fucking 60 year olds listening to this podcast. <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit? Who oh, framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. That was fakest. Whoa. Okay. Did you I know that he's in pre production on the Who Framed Roger Rabbit too? Yeah, he's been in pre production on that for 30 years. I mean, <laughs> what? Sure. Who is, you know, so Bob Hoskins, RIP. But who did frame Roger books. Rabbit, though? Judge Doom, played by Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, did you, I don't know. I watched it for recently. I think, I think yeah, there's a definitive like, answer. It's yeah. true. It's true. They, it's the not, movie, it's, it's not, not like one of those. the boss. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not like it was the boss. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that, was that us talking about that episode where... There were the the original cut was to have uh, Abed's professor sh- actually shoot himself. <laughs> yes, that there would be that the gun. The, the, the the, he would he would pull the drawer out and see the gun, and then it would cut to Abed walking across campus, and you'd hear a gunshot in the background. That is so dark for community. That's I'm so, glad they cut that. That's why it's not there? Whoa! Yeah. I'm I, I glad all they cut that. Life. You know, trying something, I don't think that adds anything. Here's the thing. We've talked about community somehow somehow magically making an episode about guns on a school campus and not entering a realm where you think of it as guns on a school campus. That registers immediately as guns on a school campus. And I'm not a fan. And should. It should. It should make you. Yeah, Yeah. it's... um... I'm so glad they cut that. (laughs) It makes me sad knowing that they even considered it, but I'm glad they did the right... It's just the reminder that Dan Harmon is behind this show. Because if you've watched Rick and Morty, there are moments where you're like, oh, fuck, this is dark. And then, like, 20 seconds later, someone's, like, dancing and talking to someone named Mr. Poopy Butthole. But, like, there are moments in both or any of his creations, honestly, that, like, you're like, this is really funny. And then you're like... Why do I want to cry and also vomit? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I, to remind, Dan Herman wrote this. He was going to have a teacher kill themselves in an episode <laughs> and then probably never uh, talk about it again. <laughs> because of the sitcom, Who's the Boss? Um, yeah. Uh, but this, to, to again, try and try and get back to this episode. The no, I, I love the, no, it's okay. I'm, again, I'm an equal party in what is wrong. <laughs> I'm just I'm just also trying to Alex trying to is say. the only sane one here. Absolutely. If on the on the scan like, from, I don't even know about that. Who is a murderer? It's like Happy Halloween from Jace Caleb Kevin and it's all red lines <laughs> and then <laughs> and Alex. <laughs> it's a, okay. <laughs> crisp clean scantron test but um there this episode you know obviously fucking joe russo is good at directing fucking television but there's so many great visual ways that in on top of the script showing that things are getting worse and worse there's so many just instant visual cues that even if you don't pick up on them you are keenly aware of the the lighting slowly gets like darker and more like we are trapped in a den of madness as the lights become like shafts of light through as the steady fog like increases <laughs> the episode until the point where they do a fucking like looney tunes <laughs> Anna barbara everyone runs away again john carpenter's yeah. the mist yeah <laughs> yeah um and um that's the fuck um damn and, it uh, <laughs> <laughs> i tried so hard you were right uh... there 
the mist is the Stephen King joint where everyone fucking like blows their brains out like a, a professor. Uh, <laughs> uh, spoilers for the mist. And the way that the, the mirror things that they do with <laughs> Annie's hair in this episode, where as it goes along, there's just more and more pencils jammed in there. The her madness is directly proportional to the number of pencils stuck in her bun. Uh, just these these wonderful bits that that add to the visual storytelling of this episode, on top of being loaded with great jokes. Every time it starts moving, and they and and um, first of all. <laughs> I love that the first outfit we see uh, Dean Pelton in is like so subtle that it takes you a minute to realize that he's wearing like a horse riding outfit. Like he's got the riding prop. <laughs> he's got the riding prop, which is the first thing you see and you're like, oh, I guess he's just like a kinky director, which checks out. And then you realize he's got the boots and you're like, mm-hmm, oh, wait, this mm-hmm. is a full like. He's <laughs> committed to the bit. <laughs> equitation. What is it? Equine? Equ- equ- Equine, equi- equestrian, you know, equestrian, 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 equestrian outfit. Thank you. There. Thanks, Dad. Uh, and then um, goes on. <laughs> and the next, and so it's you see him in like the Dean outfit with like extra layers. And the next time you see him, he's wearing these dark shades and a hoodie zipped all the way down. And <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. He looks pretty fine. He looks oh, pretty we, fine. We talked about this a lot last <laughs> week in relation to Jim Rash and the devil costume. Jim Rash is fucking hot. Academy Award winner Jim hot. Rash is a fucking hunk. It's <laughs> a fucking oh. hunk. He's I'm a not going to disagree. As a uh, uh, white straight guy, um, yeah, it, it moves <laughs> meter for me. With them or whatever. So, <laughs> it's I, impressive. And yeah. I love the vocal performance. He talked like this whole episode. It was right down there. Yeah. And it's like... So it's what you're saying so- is you like fit, bald, white smokers. Not, not that. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of like mental backpedal I just created. Sorry, was that like, was supposed oh, to be... Uh, <laughs> you were like... <laughs> well... <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't think the voice is what does it for me. I think it's like, I, it's one of those, I think for me, I just, the hoodie is kind of like magic, like how it lays perfectly. I'm like, I I want, I want to know, can you show me? Something's familiar about these strangers like me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> fuck off. Ah, I love it. There's so um, much I have yet to learn. There's some of the world far beyond this place. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just like it's so good. Even I, it's it's a great performance because he gets to take this character and then do a character inside of a character, and it's like it's so Jim Rash for the live action remake of Hercules. <laughs> Jim Rash, I'm sorry. Oh, not Hercules, Tarzan, Tarzan. Tarzan. Jim Rash for the live action remake. No, 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 scrap that idea. Jim Rash for a fully realized behind the scenes mockumentary of the making of the music of Tarzan where he plays Phil Collins. Yes. It's gotta be meta. Yeah. Jim Rash, Jim Rash for Vulture in Spider-Man in 20 years when they remake uh, Spider-Man with Vulture. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Also, for everybody in stream who just realized things popped up, I finally was given name tags for everybody. So if you're watching, 
Now everybody has Greendale Community College looking name tags for their pictures. Um, my uncle finally oh. sent those over to me at like 8.30. <laughs> and I just looked at my <laughs> Discord again. Um, which we probably would have had them up on time. But, but they're here now. So it's fine. Don't worry about them. And don't worry, everybody in this call, I will send you your name tags so that you can stick them somewhere if you'd like. Are they digital name tags? How does that work? So it's... <laughs> Okay. So it's we're a streaming on we're... the internet. You're poking <laughs> your friends through the Facebook. You're <laughs> it's as if you are poking their if profile. It's, if it's a digital sticker, does that mean it's still sticky? If not, why is it called a sticker? It's an evite. It's an invite for electronic mail. <laughs> what were those things called on Facebook? That like early Facebook, you could collect them. They were like pins. You like they were buttons. Like you would collect them on a corkboard. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a. I wasn't yeah, an early adopter. You remember you're, those? You're not making that up. You're not making that up. That was there. It was. Um... It was like just after poking became like not that cute anymore. It was yeah. just before. So as soon as poking came out. <laughs> No, poking lasted a hot second. It was poking, then whatever these things were called. Flare? Flare sounds right. And then it was... And then it was Farmville. And then it was... Um, Russian interference with elections. Did I get that timeline correct? Yeah, you're right in there. You skipped over the part where it's there to impress Erica Albright. But everything else, <laughs> everything else, you know, there's nothing that Erica Albright is impressed by more than Russian interference with elections. There's nothing that Erica, Erica Albright loves more than alt-right meme pages. It's, um... Sorry, we had to mention the social network. It just, it just... Um, it it just happens. If you hadn't done it, I was going to. It came up organically. I don't... Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> were they called bumper stickers? No, no, they were. Yeah, the 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 social network comes up in every episode just about as organically as Henry Cavill comes up every episode of this TV. This I would TV take show. I would take organic Henry Cavill organic. anytime. Uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, so who's hotter, That's Henry Cavill or Jim Rash? Oh, Henry Cavill. No. Henry yeah, Cavill. I'd take Henry. Sorry. <laughs> I need I, I need someone to pick me up. <laughs> okay, because an Oscar adds like plus ten hotness, plus ten charisma to the character sheet. How many so. PC builds live on YouTube does Jim Rash have? Ooh. Because that wins know, for me. Here's the thing: if Henry Cavill and I were to retire into like the British countryside, <laughs> we could have like, our, our computers. <laughs> We can play games next to each other, and that's that my would dream. Be, that would be rad. Yeah, okay. But you could so write screenplays with Jim Rash. I could write screenplays featuring Henry Cavill. <laughs> you could do that with Jim Rash without Henry Cavill there, though. Okay. But imagine writing a screenplay for Henry Cavill while cradled in his warm arms. I feel mm. like that would be distracting. I don't know if I'd be able to do it effectively. <laughs> now, now, hear me, hear me out, hear me out on this one thing. <laughs> We bring back Henry Cavill Superman. Okay? Now, Henry Cavill, great actor. That's a terrible character. Wait, uh, with or without the mustache? Superman is a terrible character. Bring it back with the mustache. Are you about to do what I think you're about to do, Kev? Can we say it at the same time? 
but we we ditch Jesse Eisenberg. Can we say it at the same time? As Jim Jim Rash is Lex Luthor. Oh god, yeah. (gasps) It's so good. Jim Rash is Lex Luthor is inspired in my company. (laughs) Jim Rash is Lex Luthor. I would pay so I would pay money to watch a Lex Luthor movie, like focused on like you know how they did Joker? They need to do Luther. No, they don't. No, they don't. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna pump the brakes. Like I love everyone in here to death. Alex Luther origin movies, just some rich fuck getting richer for two hours, and no one wants that's, that that's because exactly no one liked it when need, no though. one liked it when Leonardo we need DiCaprio did it. An expose of fucking uh, Elon Musk for the trash monster. Martin, Sc- Martin Scorsese is gonna Martin Scorsese is gonna direct it. It's gonna be Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, and it's gonna be about Jordan Belfort again, and people are gonna get mad again, and it's gonna win a bunch of Oscars, but not for Leonardo DiCaprio again. Yeah. <laughs> again, <I'm>, okay. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street, good movie. Works best Bad as an episode miniseries. Um, but a a a Joker style Lex Luthor movie with Jim Rash, and it uses the Smallville lore where Lex Luthor and Superman are childhood friends, and oh. and Lex Luthor was injured in the meteor storm that brought Superman to Earth, and it's just this like rich fuck exerting his vengeance on this one dude his entire life. And it's Jim Rash. Okay. It's okay. Jim Rash. Okay. So I haven't seen Smallville, so that lore was absent for me. Alternatively, Jim Rash is Mr. Freeze. Anyway. Um, oh! No, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's one. I would watch that. I would watch the fuck out of that. Origin, yeah. just integrated villain in a superhero movie, anything. Jim Rash for... Victor uh, Von Freeze? Victor Von Freeze as Jim... Mm. Put him in uh Robert Battenson Batman 2. Please. Jim yes, Rash I want it. I want it. Who do we need I to, thought you I, mispronounced Pattinson, and then I realized what you did, and I'm both proud and disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Okay, anyone that doesn't call him Robert Pattinson is lying to them fucking selves. Like you are. I You're... referred to the movie as Patman. <laughs> we can do anything else now. Oh, I love it. It's great, y'all. This is great. Hadn't heard the mispronunciation. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Wait, okay, but also, I'm so glad that we're doing this episode as a live stream with vis- visual because this episode right here, going back to community, has one of the best visual ga- gags, which is the. <laughs> go, Greendale, go, Greendale, go. Uh, the only reason I chose Greendale over uh, uh, <laughs> City College is the way that one guy goes. Goes. <laughs> the whole rooms. I also love. There's a really great, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, um, Easter egg in this episode when they're watch when they're playing the original um, commercial where they have the guy playing basketball, and it's a reference to either episode season one, episode one or two, where the entire basketball team is gay. Really gay. <laughs> That's the debate episode. <laughs> debate episode. Yeah, yeah and literally they they show the basketball guy and they put oh, him in that Bruce, same good try. Guy. <laughs> the only compliment is that our basketball team is really gay. Uh, <laughs> in Creable. Uh, you know, speaking vaguely of Troy, I think uh, the, the internet is a big fan of the Troy Britta plotline in this episode. The, the defeat it with their hugs and particularly building up to... Uh, the dean saying if you don't get us right i'm segregating the school (laughs) (laughs) 
It's very good. It's very good. <laughs> it's a it's a good fucking bit. I also there's can that a be there's my a favorite th- joke. Go for it. I mean, can that yes. be my favorite joke? Yes. It's it's like it's very good. Hundred. It's yeah. very it's, good. It's a it's a hurtful joke and it's kind of insane. Yeah. He's trying to pull a one thousand year old dagger out of this nation's heart and um. <laughs> uh, the the button's Where's so the... hot, you have to press it. Race. I race. <laughs> There's just so much. I also, I mean, just like Troy and Britta have. This is a great episode for Troy and Britta too. I just 100%. like w- when stop they start to break. Different. Yeah, stop calling me different. <laughs> and then also at the end when they're doing the group hug and they all bail out and then it's just the two of them hugging, and then you see Abed just kind of give this face of like. You see this? You see what I mean? What is what's this? What's this? What's going on? What's happening? Um, which makes it clear, even though like toward the end, when we get eventually to the episode where it's Troy and um Britta dating, and they're like, We can't tell Abed. And he's like, I've known. I just like the donuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, this is the first sign that like Abed has known before they even they even knew Abed knew. Yeah. yeah, anyone that Abed is a keen observer of everything. If Abed is the god of community, Abed is omnipotent. Yeah, Abed's Abed the only is sane the one. Of the show. A few episodes Me. ago, we found out Abed's the only sane one. So he's the exactly. one in the he's the one in the asylum watching the patients, and he's just like mm, they're gonna do this. And I keep up. I have a notebook that plots everybody's cycles. Uh, like just he's got everything down to oh. a science. He's placed trackers on everyone. Like, Abed is 14 <laughs> steps true. ahead of everyone. He's got an elaborate doomsday uh, escape plot, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's just for him and Troy. Yeah. He's sitting on a comic book worth tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> like, he's just sitting on it for a rainy day. Like, Abed is is 14 steps ahead of fucking everybody. Um He's playing four-dimensional chess, and and we're just getting out the fucking Connect Four. We're, yeah. It's Abed's world, and we live in it. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Absolutely. Uh, there is a alien delivery in this episode that slays me when uh, the uh, after Chang reveals himself as the understudy, Britta says, I don't know why, but this is where I draw the line. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It, that to me, Red, is actually like a meta joke. That to me, I was like, the writers were like, we need to, this is the point in the story circle where somebody goes, this is the last straw, something moves forward. But they were like, but somebody probably went, okay, but why the fuck is that it? Like, there's been all of this shit. Like, <laughs> and it's like been going this... on for weeks, there are tens of thousands of dollars over budget. For some reason, this <laughs> is right. Exactly. I love that. That's the other little thing when they're when they're going through it and they're like day one or day, they do like right before like he gets the call. For, it's like day two. He gets the call from Louise Guzman, or maybe it is day one, and it says like it's just like seven hundred below budget. And then the next time we see it, it's it like says two thousand something. No, it's yeah. the next day, and sure. it says like. Thousand yeah. something over budget, and I just love that. I think that that's so it, good. It's because he it, rented it, a horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just a guest of the deans. Uh, are y'all Futurama people? Are there any? Are there any Futurama? A little folks? bit. Um, I haven't um, finished. There, there is a, a there is a joke. the The British delivery reminds me so much of this joke from Futurama, the Harlem Globetrotters episode, where the Harlem Globetrotters get off the trip and uh, the ship, and they're like, "We have lived in peace with Earth for thousands of years, and now 
for no reason, <laughs> we are challenging you to a basketball game. Uh, <laughs> uh, fucking watch that episode. I like, I cry laughing every time that episode happens. It's so funny. <laughs> Have any of you pathetic Earthlings game? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now we're just fucking quoting Futurama. No, no, you are. <laughs> yeah. We was uh, trying to take a little bit of the the blame off. Of it was it was the royal it was the royal we. It was we. the royal we. That's yeah. true. It was the it was the royal we. I need to step down, and y- y'all need to pardon me. I need to. I'm just. I'm see myself out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you leaned so far back, you disappeared. It was perfect. That was what I was trying to. Trying to I was trying to achieve invisibility. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in Crayable, uh, shout out again to Louise Guzman, who licensed his likeness to this show two seasons ago, and we finally get a fucking payoff to so the Louise Guzman statue. Also, uh, um, which has been rebuilt since the paintball finale. We put it back up. Who is the? Uh, we also get that really tiny cameo uh, for the the bumper this episode of. Uh, sorry. Jeff Garland? Yeah. He's like, I'm not coming out of my trailer until I get a new trailer. <laughs> Give me a granola bar. It's very, uh, it's very good. It's very good. It's very good. This is a very good episode of the television show community, I would say. I would argue. Are we going to rank episodes with a guest? Do yes. It. Oh, yes. Alex is going to be first. Yes, not only are you in the elite class of returning guests to the Ooh. Redeal, but you get to be the first guest to participate in the rankings. <gasps> Wait, we're yeah, live we should... streaming. Could yes. we? We're live streaming the rankings. Could this we... is big. Are, do we want to like see like can we like see what what the people are commenting and if like they like tell us like up or down and like tell us if we're wrong? Do we want to let that chaos in, or are we going to be like, no, we are all ones, and you are all fours. You don't have enough meow meow beans to have votes. <laughs> yeah, how many <laughs> meow meow beans do we give these episodes? We don't do ratings, but... I'm trying, I was trying uh, to think of a way of, I can see if I can put out a poll uh, yeah. in the chat, but I can't. So, if I can, I don't know how. Tell people, tell people like, either like... Uh, well, like, they can give hear them us. Just tell them, James. Uh, ask you like, hey, yeah. Oh, they can hear. Tell them. Tell. Would you type into the Caleb? Can you type into the thing? Let them know, y'all. <laughs> y'all, let us know. Uh, give us a range of like one to ten, or like ten to twenty of where you think this end tag. Oh, where we do. Uh, uh, whenever we're talking about either the end tag or the episode, give us a range between one and ten, or like in increments of ten, as to where you think we should put this, and we'll we'll, I wanna, we'll either, we'll I either want... listen or completely ignore you. Yeah, we might <laughs> completely ignore you, but I am curious to see. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, on this show we rank episodes and end tags. Um, so the first end tag is the Horsebot Three Thousand Puppet. What? Show. This. Yeah, uh, of, cor- of course, our uh, great measuring stick, the divining rod of the end tags list is Donald Grover screaming slut at the <laughs> number 24. I This end tag, for some reason, sticks out to me in that, like, it's friends putting on a puppet show and, like, Jeff and Britta are just, like, drinking beers. Like, they're just, like, hanging out. And there's something about that touch that I really enjoy. Am I wild? Gets- 
for no, for... we also get soft Jeff. Like Jeff yeah. kind of cries. I'm mean, like, oh, I liked Jeff. Yeah, I liked Jeff. Jeff is a soft boy. Jeff wants to be a tough boy. Jeff is a soft boy. Jeff is a tough boy that makes it obvious he wants to be a tough boy. <laughs> you know, oh, like I people know. that brag about how tough they are when you're like, but if you were, you wouldn't have to constantly remind yourself and everyone around you that you are. So you're, you're, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kella, Kella Harold in the chat says Horsebot is greater than Slut. I actually have to agree. I think it's going to be. I think Oh Christmas Troy is kind of close. I think it's somewhere between Date with Secret Service because it gives me a similar feeling in my, my little heart heart and then Oh Christmas Troy. So I think for me it's somewhere between like 1821-ish, give or take a little bit. So I think this it does beat This is not slow. funnier to me than Britta's penis test. <laughs> okay, I mean, that's valid. Not a, a, not a penis a test it's that shit is so funny to me i don't know why i can i can watch it at any time and like just her ongoing like that's not i didn't it's so funny it's so funny to me um so i would boobs it's a butt and i don't know so is it so is it is it uh is it below in the morning with rich Uh, no, I see this is a new number twenty. Is it above date with, is it a better question? Is it above date with Secret Service? Yes, I like how this incorporates more of the cast. I like okay. that as much as I like Date with Secret Service. I like that this has Jeff, Britta, Annie, Troy. So it, I like it, I like that everyone's here. It seems that we're circling. <sighs> it's either the new twenty or the new twenty-one. Alex, what say you? Yeah, I think it's uh, the new twenty. The new, new twenty. 20. Yeah. Right beneath Britta's penis test. Horse right penis. Right beneath Britta's penis. In the shadow of Britta's wang. Um, are her balls. <laughs> are her balls. And uh, uh, the next right tag, Jeff Garland trailer. Uh, okay, slut. Is it, is it funnier than slut? Using the slut barometer. I using... think this actually might be below slut for me. I think I... it's below Burton Ernie too. I love 25 and 20. I love Slut and Burton and Ernie, but those are very specifically me. Like, those are like, I know that's not a universal I knew, thing. I knew I couldn't do this today. It's <laughs> <laughs> just fucking hilarious. Uh, they yeah, no, this is... flop their hands onto the table. It's fucking brilliant. I, I can agree with this zone that we're in right here. I might uh, give it the edge over flagpole voicemail just for like the Jeff Garland novelty. But that's that we're in the right zone. I I would actually what, go what's below flagpole. Flag what's that one? That's hey, one where Troy's trying to. This is a good one. What are the, what's the one we're what's the one we're debating on putting somewhere right now? What's the what's the end character? This uh, the here's this trailer arrives and Jeff Garland is mad because it was supposed to be his trailer. Y'all think that that's better than flagpole voicemail? Honestly, no. I think it's not as good as flagpole voicemail. Personally, which one's how you live in? That's when that's, <laughs> that one's great last too. Where they're pretending to be Inspector Space Time, and then a hot girl shows up, and Troy says, "Hey, girl, how you living?" <laughs> and then Abed sexily goes, "Pew." <laughs> it's, it's cute. I like it. Uh, yeah, this is like oh. this is like spaceships to me. 
Okay, all right. Oh. We're moving down a little bit. Damn, uh, there's so many good end tags that like thirty three is spaceships and like like vending machine is thirty and that breaks my head. That just uh, vending machine's only thirty because I'm only so comfortable talking about how funny it is that Troy accidentally gets a vending machine spring up his butt. <laughs> no, it's so funny. It's so it's, funny. That, it's, like it's vending machines so like in my top episodes. ten. Mm-hmm. But I didn't fight it with y'all because I was like, it's cool. I don't want to argue about why I like this one more. <laughs> Lady, Lady Feb in the Twitch chat says should be 28, uh, edging out how you how live. You live in. Yeah, that's close. Uh, how you live in is, 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 is all right. I'm inclined to say 29. I think that they're real 20. close. I'm yeah. inclined to say 29 just because how you live in kind of tickles me in a funny way. I just what tickles you about this one, like not specifically you, Jace, but like actor Jeff Garland. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Okay. He has okay. a funny voice. He's he looks funny. He's a funny guy. I don't know. This end this end cap like, feels so throwaway to me. It is a little throwaway, yeah. but there's something kind of fun about it. I. Is it's it like throwaway in the sense. It's like throwaway in the sense that it's, it's so throwaway. It just name drops somebody instead of actually writing something. It's like yeah. the trailer yeah, opens and someone more also, famous is there. Like this one should be like down in the forties, fifties yeah, to me. Right. Betty White no, explains okay. Inception. Yeah, all right. I was looking at that same one. This is better than Bloody Betty White explains Inception. This is better. Which yeah. which one is that? I don't. Oh, that's the forty three. That's the one where oh. Betty White explains it's Inception. Not as no, I meant <laughs> where on the list, you dingus. Forty three, but it's not as good as Why Did He Call Me? Oh, right. it's better. Did he call me? That's just a Chang voicemail and then Troy saying, why did he call? It's just like plot. I like this one more than that. No, but see, why did he call me is not just plot. It's also funny. Because why the fuck would Chang call Troy, not Jeff? This one is also funny. Alex, what's your Alex? What's your assessment? Because you seem like you're on my side, so I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna campaign to you a little bit. I think I think it's one drops. It's I mean it's cute that it has Jeff Garland, but it's not like funny to me. I would agree with that, but how far does that cameo go? How much is that cameo? Literally the three steps up into the trailer. That's it. (laughs) Womp. Womp. Is it below below Pencil Mouth? Is it below Dildopolis? Okay, well, no. No. (laughs) Kevin's not happy. I said no. Not Mm. that low. This is better than Betty White explaining Inception. I will will not try to argue this up. Yeah, watch that one again and tell me when you laugh. Tell me fu- when did I don't. He, when he I don't chuckle. But I think he I don't know why like, Betty White like, explains really Inception is forty three. <laughs> I don't know how I that's there. The other thing, I don't think that as far I don't think Betty White explains Inception is that funny. But I don't think this one's that funny either. And I think the Betty White cameo goes further than his cameo. Yes. So I would actually put it below. I am outvoted by. Right. I am outvoted by. Right. Okay, I can okay, see. Okay, so. <laughs> I I was abstaining in this vote. Transfer of power. I can't. New York (laughs) abstains. So what? So what do you two think? Do you think? Do you think it's uh, below pencil mouth or above pencil mouth? I think it. I think I could live with it being number forty-six. 
I agree. Sold. To the gentleman in right. Pennsylvania. <laughs> that was funny, Jace. I Thank left. You. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Okay. Now the episode rankings. And this this going to get nasty. This going to get rough. Studies in modern movements. <clears throat> oh, uh, God. The <laughs> whole uh, call just went, oh, God. Let's start, let's start with the episode immediately preceding it. Mm -hmm. How does this relate to advanced gay? What happens I, in advanced gay? That's, that's uh, uh, Pierce's he, wet night. Yeah. Oh, also, oh, the, yeah. the death of Pierce's father. <laughs> also, the room temperature room. Mm. We're not we palm fronds, Troy. <laughs> Um, hmm. which one is English as a second language? Where they find out Chang's uh, Spanish credentials are suspect. This is better than those. Yeah, I think it's the right zone, but I think this one is just like uh, the musical I number actually, alone kind of catapults this one for me. I yeah. think this also touches on a really nice, like, emotional thing. I mean, just the the Dean and Jeffrey. That whole thing. Yeah, it's real big development for them. This is big. I would I would pop this up. Let's check. Uh, football feminism and you remind me. I know I always do this one. I'm like, what happened? Uh, that has Troy's politically conservative high school fight raps. Slower than that one. The, uh, the Jeff and uh, Troy conversation on the football field. And this episode is not better than those. No, uh, it's it's no. just not. It's for sure better than Messianic Myths. I think that's a good pocket. Yes. <laughs> I that was, think that was I took a swing at Kevin. <laughs> you hey, I like that episode, but it's like it's real weird. Like it's. Real, I thought it was your favorite. What's your? I thought it was your like. No, we my, all we all unanimous, unanimously agreed on the number one as remedial my, chaos. Theory. My favorite is mixology cert, but oh, yeah, oh, right, right, right. But it, chaos theory's top ten. Like yeah, it's it mixed it's cert. Um. Messianic Myths is an episode I like. Like, I have a soft spot for it, but, like, it's odd. Like, it's really strange. It's strange, yeah. Um, so yeah, if we're between... In the um, right zone, I don't think this as as good as the Halloween episode, Horror Fiction and Seven Spooks. No, it's not. I also don't think it's as good as Asian Population Studies just because of... Oh, actually... Let him finish. <laughs> 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 he did it. Sorry. We did it. No, it might be it might be right there. I'm gonna say it's 22-23 for me. I can't really choose. It's my vote up against my dinner with Andre. Is this better or worse than? I actually think it's better than that. So I'm gonna say my vote is for uh... the new 23. Yar. Maybe even the new 22. I can't decide. Hmm. Yeah, we're in the right zone. I I just have to, if nothing else, I have to give the My Dinner with Andre episode, Critical Film Studies, just props for fucking going for it. You know, whether or not it's one of my favorite episodes, that is one of the weirdest, most, like, strangely daring sitcom episodes I've seen air on oh, the yeah. Also, wasn't that one of the episodes that they kind of threw together last minute? Like, they were shooting pages before it was done. They were like, uh, we know we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, Harold, Harold in the chat says, 
that the B plots are much stronger than the My Dinner with Andre episode. I would agree. It's indisputably true. Because there's just not a real for, B plot. In- right. For me, the battle in this one is the de- in Asian population studies is the development between Chang and Shirley as good as the development between Jeff and the Dean. Well, isn't Asian population studies just voting a new member into the group? But it is where the Chang might be the baby daddy stuff. It is where that comes out, yes. Sir interrogates Andre. All the children have taken off their outfits. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's very good. Candy. (sighs) I think it's the new 22. And that's just... New 22, right above Asian. True. Yeah, I can can boogie with that. I can agree to these terms. <laughs> February, we're not even close to this being an actual problem, though. We still have, like, Evan. we've just passed the halfway point, which means, like, we're, we still have half, we still have twice as much to do. Half the episodes <laughs> left to do. This is like, all of what we've done now, we have to do again. <laughs> Except we don't get to start over. Oh, no. We have to add oh, them no. to this. I mean... To put it out there, season four is going to be pretty easy because we get to scroll on down. <laughs> we just <laughs> ghastly. Just go. Shut yes. your mouth. There's there are some. Yeah, look at that. Alex coming to fight. Coming Spicy to fight. Takes. Let's go. There's there's some good ones in there. I'm not. You know, I love her story of dance. The Halloween episode is really good. But like, come on, is most season four better than uh, Biology 101? No. No. No, is most of season four season better than the pilot? Yeah, there's a lot in season three that's not great. That's true. That's also true. <laughs> yeah, we're in like the first six episodes, and there's a lot of bangers in those. But we gotta, yeah, we gotta get some mash in there too. So wait, See? but this I'm... one, <laughs> this one is great. So let's 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 put this up. Let's <laughs> Kev, what you laughing at? So hard. <laughs> the bangers and match. I love Thanks. a good bangers and match joke. You know, we got shout out to our UK friends, like the one who just left the chat. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta throw it up. Uh, so they're going through a lot right now. So for this episode, because this is this is a an exceptional episode. Um, let's so just like as 30? like oh shit. <laughs> All right, so Sorry, why don't let it comes out gauge I'm it against ten. I was going to say, as a measuring stick, is this better or worse than the previous documentary episode? Uh, is that uh, Pierce bequeathing? That's the hospital bequeathing. I oh, don't shit. think it's quite that good, but a different uh, vibe. It, it's gonna be up here for me, anyway. Uh, seventeen. It doesn't get any higher than seventeen in my. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it breaches conspiracy Ew. theories. It's so good, but we're at that point. Okay. Yeah, we are at that point. Uh, Daddy host, I have not heard from you in this regard. <laughs> I'm just like sitting back and enjoying the bloodbath that Alex is just unleashing on everyone. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Alex we're like, what if we put it at like nine? Alex like, is like, not better than 17. Fucking chill. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. very good. Huh? Um, what is 17? Accounting for lawyers. Is that his dinner party where we get to see... Uh, any yeah, big fucking from all the hide people or not from all the hide, but whatever. Um, yeah, the the chloroform, chloroform. Yes. Yeah, I mean, because you can't tell me it's better than contemporary American poultry epidemiology. Uh, 
it's not better. Really it's not better than Bing Bong sing along. Your team's out gore because your views are wrong. Like, <laughs> which one's yeah. that? That's football, football feminism and you. Yeah, but yeah. somehow it's better than debate 109 in my eyes. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I'm lying. Ignore me. I okay. So the <laughs> new 21st century romanticism. 20. That's 20. the Valentine's episode from season two where Britta is definitely not straight. She's not straight. Uh, Troy and Abed date the same woman. I can. Oh, I love that. I would B-plot. put it at 23. Oh, they say 20 Asian. <laughs> Wow, because so I right think the it's, same song. Yeah, because I think it's actually not better than this modern movement. But really, just I just think that you, the musical n- number in this in uh, modern movement is like it, it, how it brings A and B together, and mwah, as we said. Yeah. So it's just it's so good. That's true. Is it better than <sighs> Luis Guzman? You're right, and it hurts me. I'm sorry. No, it's good. It's a good hurt. Okay. (laughs) I think as a character piece, right? Because this episode is, you know, everyone has their good jokes, but this is a The Dean episode. And I think it is a more solid whole than Studies in Modern Movement. I would give it the slight edge over horror fiction in seven spooky steps. For me, the battleground is, does this cross into the top 20? I would maybe give it the slight edge, if only because the Jeff Duncan and Chang have a party plot is not as appealing to me as hearts of darkness way better than apocalypse i'm gonna agree i'm actually gonna agree with that i think that's kind of i think this is my new 20 just because there is something really powerful about this episode that kind of defy like there's this this breach of like aesthetic that they go into as well with the dean burning his like degree and doing this like you know this like interpretive dance naked you know performance art piece but like Studies in modern movement is foundational for the, how the rest of the show's formatted, because it's the establishment of the apartment with Annie, and it's the establishment of that dynamic, yes, which leads to the things those, that come afterwards. But it's not the best Troy and Abbott apartment episode. I think it, it's we, integral we in setting things up. But, but we, we don't have those other. We don't have setting. those. We don't have those other Troy and Abbott apartment episodes yet. We also don't do a lot with this roommate triumvirate. We get some, we get some like, you know, there's the Abed Batman, the the vampire, the blade episode, but we don't do a lot with this apartment triumvirate if we're using it as the basis for keeping studies in modern movement up there. It establishes the dreamatorium, but it doesn't do anything with the dreamatorium. It just suggests it just says that it's there. Hmm. I'm going to say this is 20. I'm going to second what Kevin's saying. And then. Yeah, I agree with what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I agree agree with what I said. I agree agree to disagree. disagree. (laughs) I said it first. I said it first. (laughs) Easy. Uh, For everyone watching, this is my partner, Jesse, eating some ice cream. Hi. I just wanted to say hi to Kevin because we watched the election results four years ago and we were binge listening to Hamilton. And I just wanted yeah. to say hi. And look, we're still alive somehow. Yeah, I love you. We made Kat. it. We're you made are my it. good friend. I'm wait, bad hold on. At wait, wait, wait. Friend. Kevin is saying how much he loves you. Oh. And I love you. You are my good friend. I am bad at being your friend. 
and that is um you know that's well known but i yeah, love it's, well known. <laughs> it's part of the deal it's part of yeah that. yeah but in, that 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 is. Anyway, no one, no one's no one's say. surprised that Kev's a bad friend. Yeah. We, y'all have listened to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want these back so you can no, hear your No, no, I'm good. I, I actually already made my vote, so quite frankly, I don't give a shit what they have to think. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so that's we have two votes for twenty. I'm down Uh, for twenty. I then we wow. Sorry, early twenty first century romanticism. Play Danny Boy on the speakers because we we bumping you out. In lieu of that, play that clip of ha gay. (laughs) I don't have it because my computer failed. Oh, I know it's the worst. It's the worst. The 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 worst. Number 20. The 20 has changed. Oh, it's going to drop, but that's fine. you got a lot of really good... Yeah, I mean, we have the fucking Glee Christmas episode right around the corner, and Glee Christmas is going to fucking stomp all over Dean Pelton's commercial. Whether or not that episode introduces (laughs) the school board guys, two of my favorite supporting characters, um, it's just... Yeah, I'm sorry. Glee Christmas is about to fucking run a train over this this whole piece. Uh, Basic Lupine? Urology? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got Law Order coming top up. Top 10, baby. Virtual Systems. Top, top 10. Uh, virtual, uh, ooh, yeah. No, it's 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 rough. And then, like, that's not even <laughs> counting Seasons 5 and 6, which between them have a whole set of bangers all to themselves. <laughs> so, whole uh, we are we are not G.I. Jeff? Ooh. I like G.I. Jeff. I think that is a fun episode of television. That <laughs> Christmas I train. Yeah. Yeah. There's my heart emojis for GI Jeff. Yeah. There they Okay. G.I. So Joe. Everyone's faces moved. God damn it. I got to change it? them. God damn it. Yeah. I'm sorry. The screen share. Uh, uh, I'm sure fucked some, some shit up sideways. Chase. And my won. face isn't even here. Yeah, oh. oh, they, they won. Who won? They you them. <laughs> they want me to tell you that they won. Congratulations! <laughs> I'm so proud of you. It's the affectionate. <laughs> it's the affectionate congratulations that did it for me. I am being told I sidestepped the GI Jeff cue. How did what is, what GI Jeff question did I sidestep? Do you want to, let me, I have to sing to patch things in. at them. Okay. I think Alex. I think Alex had opinions on GI Jeff, and you just kind of. I said oh, it was a good great. episode that I like. Good. I think it uh, gets an unjust. I didn't like it when I first saw it, and then on reappraisal, I'm like, nope, this is very good. This is a very good episode. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we have uh, cooperative photography. <laughs> we have the lie detector episode. We got Lava World. We got the Ass Crack Bandit. Like, there's so the the series finale, and I I'm a huge fucking season six head. There's some tough fucking competition coming. Yeah, Choo-choo. we're all bemoaning how Choo-choo. difficult this is right now, but it's only going to get gonna, worse. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. And that might sound like we're talking about current events, everybody, but we're literally just talking about this show. Damn it, that was the first rule. No talking about what's happening in real life. Yeah, I specifically <laughs> did not want uh, to discuss it or even think about it, and I'm glad I've had two hours of this to to uh, distract yeah, me. Yeah, it's worked. 
It's worked. Uh, and now that the rankings are over, we are segued into plugs. I will turn things over first to our guest, uh, Alex. You have a great podcast and an exciting episode coming up. Uh, yeah, you can check out Jim Rash, uh, who I talked to about some of these episodes. And he was pretty great. And uh, 60s instead of podcast, find me on Twitter or Instagram or anywhere. So, thanks for having me, guys. It was awesome. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks with for us. stopping by. You are fine folks who I love and appreciate. Oh, we love you. It's always Thank a good you. time getting a chat with you Ooh. about this. I'm going to tell my show. wife you said I'm fine. <laughs> Thank you, Uncle Alex. Thank you. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thanks again. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. Hopefully, many more, or yeah, a, as many that. as you like. If you don't, if you're like actually, yeah. it's, goes, a, it's a whole lot easier than yeah, doing my own sure. podcast. I'll tell you that. I just <laughs> show up. And... Yep. As someone who does three other podcasts, this is the uh, one I don't run, and it's the one I look forward to the most because I don't have yeah. to do any work afterwards. I just That's go. All on me. I, I record it, and it's all. Even to a microphone. Just do it. That's yeah. Kind of I all I do. Show, so. I just show up and shout. It's great. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, wow. awesome. um, so what other no, plugs yeah, do we have? No, you go. Okay, I will go. Uh, y'all, y'all already know my shit. TV's Kevin Lanigan everywhere. Greendale three on the twitter.com and leave us those five meow meow beans uh, on Apple Podcasts. Um, but I will. I like to. I always like to come in here and plug shit that I am enjoying. Uh, so I'd like to plug uh, the musical artist Self Esteem on Spotify, and I'm sure wherever else you get music, uh, they do fun, really interesting, like. Uh, uh, pop music that I I uh, I just think it's great, and I, I I would like for more people to listen to this excellent uh, artist uh, that I spent basically all of January listening to that one album. That's self uh, esteem, a and also, and this is a very popular uh, video game. I am really playing the shit out of some Hades, uh, and you can Yo, the sale fucking the sale will be over by the time this episode drops. Uh, but it's only like 25, 30 bucks anyway. Um, play <laughs> the so sorry. There is elf. a foot in my fucking face right now. Stop bragging. Quit bragging about Stop that foot. Bragging. <laughs> Wait, put it back. I was making it zoom in on the stream. Put it back. Here we go. Oh, God. Bum, oh, it's so bum. good. Oh, that's my nose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's happening? <laughs> I don't know. Um, this is the foot of my lover. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of my next <laughs> album. <laughs> the foot of my lover. This is the foot a great album yeah. name. I agree. Um, is it? Is it my turn? Hello. <laughs> okay. uh, Harold in the sure. chat said, "Terms of service is going to delete the vod because of it." Like I get it. <laughs> Kevin, did I cut you off? I don't want to cut you off though. When you're while you're no, me. no, it's all good. Uh, the video game Hades. It's very good. Uh, check it out. You will get a ton of gameplay for your dollar. Uh, value and you can also uh, be queer with death uh, and that just sounds uh, oh dude good. Thanatos is the best too <laughs> yeah Thanatos is a cool dude uh, Zagreus worships one god and one god only that god is Dionysus the hot god of wine um, <laughs> and uh, anyway uh, enjoy that and I'm sure Caleb has talked about it on their video game podcast at some yeah. point yeah it is uh, but the Jace, the floor is yours. Hello, I am Jace. As you know, I use they them pronouns because I am what some people call queer. This is the foot <laughs> of my love. 
<laughs> some people call queer. Queer. <laughs> this is the foot of my lover. <clears throat> it is covered in tattoos. It is artful foot. Um, if you head over to my, I don't know why I just switched to this accent. If you head over to my Instagram at Jason Ziv, that's J A C E N Z I E V on. If you head over to my Instagram, my Instagram is what I was about to say. If you go there, I have a little link in my bio. Uh, this foot belongs to a human being that is about to get top surgery. Uh, and we're doing a little bit of a GoFundMe to kind of help out with some relief funds. Anything you can donate is radical and loved and appreciated. Uh, so give it a little look-see, throw in what you can. If not, if you can't, you know, give anything, that's totally valid. Crazy times. Give it a share, you know? Um, and then I'm also just going to leave it on this note that I sometimes like to throw out there for all of our trans listeners. Um, you are loved. I love you. Uh, you are valid. Everything's going to work out. I promise. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, it's wacky times out there, but just know I love you. So there's that. We love you. Mm. Allies, accomplices, all here. Bricks up, baby. Let's fuck up some fascists. Um, <laughs> Are you about to say cops? I was, I but like, cops, but that's too, but to that's too, ball. but that's too granular. I don't want to just fuck up cops. I want to fuck up you fascists know, at do, large. I do, I do agree. This pinky toe up my nose. I swear to God. Are, you, <laughs> are your feet ticklish? Not your, ac- cool. <laughs> your accent button. You almost got fucking knocked out on live camera. And that was almost a disaster. You saw that, right? Yeah, that was almost, a, that was almost real bad, real bad. Um, yeah, I'm the daddy host. So I don't have a lot going on except for my office is new. I'm in the basement now because I got a kid coming in December in my old office. It's now a nursery. So I have been not streaming for like three weeks, moving shit around, building shit in my house. But that's all done. Mostly. <laughs> except for the crib. So I got to build that and put the rug out and move the Baby recliner boy. down from upstairs. I got a lot of shit to do still. But my main point is the thing I want to promote B, my stream's coming back soon. And I'll be able to like stream on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I was going to stream today and stream Watch Dogs all day because that game's literally about fighting fascism. And it's great. Uh, but then my computer took a giant shit. So I had to clean that up all day. Um, and I didn't get stuff done that I was going to get done. So I might not stream tomorrow. But what I want to say is thank you to all the people that jumped in and watched this live. That was dope. Thank you to all the follows we got out of people that jumped in and watched this live. That was also very dope. You do not have to keep following this stream after this <laughs> podcast. It will not be community shit always. It'll be a lot of video game nerdy shit. But if that's your also your jam, um, hang out. I think I'm kind of cool. They think I'm kind of cool so far. I haven't convinced them. I haven't done anything to make them realize I'm actually just a boring asshole yet. Um, but yeah, thanks for thanks for doing this. And in, in, if anything, if anything, uh, find your find your hole. To hide in. What? If you need oh, it. to hide in. Jesus, Chase. Not everything's... <laughs> I swear it's just for sex! No. Um... <laughs> no, find your... Uh, find your, your hidey hole. Um, which is also... Don't <laughs> lick your fingers and do that. <laughs> it is full of lubrication. Um, the, yeah, find, find your, your place. Your little place to hide in. Uh, if you need it. And then be around your friends over the next couple weeks. Because for those of you who think that this is over 
soon. It ain't. It ain't. No matter who uh, wins. <laughs> no matter who. Like, it's going to keep going. Over. It's going to keep going. Um, and and that'll be tough. But That's I've got work, I've got cool people that I'm surrounded with right now. Uh, and I do this multiple times a week because it's how I get my f- fellowship, right? And if you can't uh-huh. do that, find that thing that makes you happy. Find that thing that makes you feel safe. Find that thing that makes you feel uh, like you're making a difference. Sometimes... That's just playing a game and making a difference in a fake world. I have been that person. I have 100%. been that person. Um, 100%. I am literally beating the shit out of cops and watchdogs, and it feels great because I'm not going to do that in real life. I have a kid, and I don't want right. to oh, leave, leave my kids behind. Got it, got it, got I don't want to leave yeah, the yeah, kids yeah, yeah. behind. Um, it's true. But yeah, you know, find, find a place to give yourself worth, and that might just mean finding a way to tell yourself you're worth it. Yeah, I'm a, walk, uh, I'm a to, walking Pinterest poster. A, uh, <laughs> not to add a dash of politics at the end of this, but hey, Ilhan Omar got reelected, and we have our first trans state senator. So <gasps> what? No what matter state? in in Delaware. Um, so Delaware no matter. Trans- so you know, this could go either way at this point on other aspects of of election season, but there have been some wins and. I'll take that at the end of a nice community discussion with three people that mean yeah. a lot to me and I care about a lot. Yes. yes, yes. Pop, pop. Oh, pop. Now I can play the theme song, the actual no, theme. I okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm not shouting out. Do ba do boo. Do ba do beat. Be do ba do boo. <laughs> it was like gargly. What the fuck was that? <laughs> there were tears. Oh, it's so good. Let's not force the people to look at my face anymore. No. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, come on, Jeffrey. Make or break time. Unless you want to be back here next Saturday. There used to be a gray and tower alone on the sea. You became the light on the dark side of me. Did you know the light that you shine can be seen? Ah, 
That was great. That was quite a show. Very entertaining. Please tell your friends about this show.